Welcome to Smart Branding, a podcast dedicated to branding, naming, and domain names. I'm Tatiana Bono, and with my guests, we try to help you create and grow strong, memorable, and meaningful brands online. I believe time is one of our most precious assets, and so I want to thank you in advance if you decide to spend the next 30 minutes with us. I promise to do my best to make those worth it. Let's go. So, hello, and thank you for everyone for joining. Um, thank, thank you to our guest today, Austin Essays. I, I just had that. Essaysaber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you got it. <laughs> that was right. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so we're going to talk about names. <laughs> Good start. Uh, he's an SEO consultant specializing in branch. SERP optimization and the founder and host of the Democrat, Democrat oh, Jesus, what's wrong with me today? <laughs> Democratizing SEO podcast. Um, yeah, if you want to listen to somebody talking correctly, go to his podcast. It's not me today. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, let's 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 get you talking. Thank you for making this time. Thank, thank you so much, Tatiana. Thanks for having me. Pleasure, pleasure to be here with you. Wonderful. Let's start to a bit of a background. Tell me a little bit about yourself and, and how did you get to do what you do today? Okay, sure. So I I am an SEO consultant. I've been an SEO professional now for uh, 13 plus years, almost 15. And I've worked client-side, agency-side, and I've been a consultant for near five years now. I am now specializing in brand SERP optimization. And you may be wondering, what the hell is brand SERP optimization? <laughs> it's <laughs> essentially focusing on how a brand shows up on Google. Now, traditional SEO looks into where a brand shows up on Google. Uh, rankings, essentially, uh, which are Google's recommendations. Brand SERP optimization looks into, looks into how one shows up on Google and there are mm. several techniques. Um, if I were to give you a visual representation of brand SERP optimization, it is literally everything that you see on the SERPs and SERPs are search engine result pages. Um, essentially, when you Google something, that is the SERPs, what you see on Google. Mm -hmm. Brand SERP optimization primarily looks into what's on the right-hand side. I, ideally, or the key of that, is the um, Google knowledge graph. Now, I say primarily, that is, I believe, the key to all everything on the SERPs from a brand SERP um, optimization point of view. But I do consider everything on the SERPs itself. So essentially knowledge panels, if you were to look at it in terms of a visualization on a desktop, you have the left-hand row, which are Google recommendations and the right-hand row, which are the facts about your brand as represented by Google's understanding. And mm. the key to that optimization is to ensure that Google is correct, i.e. they have the facts correct. They often have it incorrect. <laughs> so <laughs> it is a brand's um, job. I believe, to ensure that Google has those facts as um, accurately as possible. Well, essentially, they have the facts rather than false uh, facts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I did have one guest that we covered that topic with, and it was really interesting because um, um, I think a lot of people feel about SEO 
like it's kind of like a black box, like some magic, and you don't know what's <laughs> happening. And and do, do, right. just just do some things and hope that you know it will work. So, how Stop much <laughs> is yeah? <laughs> how much do you feel is a brand in control of what shows? Oh, they they absolutely are in control. It they influence what Google Google shows um, right now, and I can guess the guess. Uh, the guest you had on, Jason Bernard. <laughs> he, oh, is yeah. the God, he is he is the godfather of brand SERP optimization. <laughs> and um, I actually got in contact with him from um, another podcast. I had him on my podcast and we, we spoke and I just found what he was talking about fascinating. So I delved mm. deep, deeply into it. Um, essentially, you do have an influence on what Google shows. It's not just a case of where you rank which are Google's recommendations. It's also how you rank. And this is where you can have an influence on Google. Now, most SEOs, I would say, would consider Wikipedia as the entry into optimizing one's brand SERP, especially the knowledge graph. But Wikipedia is not the ideal route to go by. And it's actually mm. better that you do not go via Wikipedia. It's better that you optimize your brand SERP with your own website. Now, mm. if you were to think about it from a digital um, presence point of view, a lot of brands focus on their presence, but on their website and also social media. They really mm. focus on brands, their brand presence on Google because of the the mistaken thinking partly led by SEOs in the early days of SEO that SEO is a black magic dark dark art sort of thing it's it's really not i mean it's a creative <laughs> channel it's a technical channel yes absolutely but i mean this is something that any anyone can um, can grasp if they apply themselves uh, to it mm. And you you do you did just mention that it's better if they would if brands were to to focus on um, effectively feeding Google the right information about themselves via their own uh, website if I understand yes, correctly absolutely uh, so how uh, like tell me a little bit more about that and how can somebody like you help with that and what do you feel are like the biggest mistake people businesses, business owners make when it comes to them? Okay, so the biggest mistake is the messaging um, is usually not succinct enough for Google. Um, as Jason Bernard says, Google is at this stage still a child, right? And in order to, for them to know the facts, they have to be fed the facts and they have to be, find the facts from you and have those facts corroborated from different entities, i.e. website from an online point of view. So in terms of ensuring that you have the messaging correct, you really need to consider three things. Who your, you are, who your brand is, I should say, what your brand does, and which audience that you're trying to attract. Now, I want to point out here that when you're attracting an audience via Google search, organic search, you're going after, you're attracting Google's audience, users, searches. So essentially, it's a subset of their users that, you're, uh, that you are attracting. Those are, that is your audience. So you need to mm. have it succinct, which, sub, which subset of Google's users that you want to target. Now, once you know those mm. three things, 
you want to provide Google this information on your website. And in providing this information, ideally you want to have an, uh, an entity home, what we call an entity, entity home. This is essentially a page on your website that will be dedicated to feeding this information to Google about your brand. So you have mm. the page on your website, your entity home, you have your description of what your brand is. Now this, you want to provide this in as succinctly as possible. So think of it in terms of um, what we call semantic triples. So subject, verb, object. I'll give you an example. Mm -hmm. Austin Essaysable, subject, is, verb, an SEO consultant, object. Mm -hmm. Having that in that specific manner is what is considered a succinct description for Google. And we SEOs call it a semantic triple. That is key to Google's understanding because they need to find it in a, ideally in a sentence as um, direct as that on your site and all over the web. And the third aspect is to have corroboration, which is this information that you've provided on your website, on your page, your entity home, found elsewhere on the on the on the web so other mm. websites having this information you can think of this also as um your properties so your social media platform profiles and other websites that you do not own and or control mm. if you think of like I'm, I'm drawing parallels with because i'm, I'm not an SEO expert even though like everyone nowadays saying you, know, you have to be online, you have to, as a personal brand or business, you inevitably end up, everything is online. So everybody has a little bit of uh, an idea, but like drawing parallels to what I do, which is um, I, I deal with premium domain names. Um, I oftentimes have people say, oh, it doesn't matter. Like the main name doesn't matter. I can just, you know, pay Google uh, for so I appear on the top and that's it. I don't, you know, it doesn't matter. So in your case, like, what do what do you feel about that? Can people just say I'm I'm just not going to do SEO, just ignore that. I'm just going to throw money at it, and I'm always going to be on top. Well, in a sense, as long as you continue to pay, yes, you will be <laughs> on top. However. SEO is a special channel. <laughs> I like to say SEO, I'm slightly biased, I know, but it's, <laughs> if, 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 in my opinion, it's the core channel to digital marketing. I say that mm -hmm. to say it's the only, it's the, it's the one channel, marketing channel that functions outside of the marketing department. And as long as you have a website, SEO is a channel that you absolutely, absolutely need. Whether you are active with your SEO or not, people are going to search for your brand, right? So mm. even if you have, even, even if you're not turned off, sorry, even if you have SEO turned off, you're not active with your SEO, you, you will receive traffic via organic um, searches because mm -hmm. people will search for you. If you're active with your PPC, you definitely will receive traffic via organic search because people will Google you after a number of uh, weeks, months, having seen your, your ads. They, they, it, everything starts from a search. Mm. That is the key aspect to, I would say, being online. And predominantly, we focus on Google, SEOs do. 
but mm-hmm. Google is not the only player out there. They are the biggest one, which is why across most markets, which is why we focus on them. But a search happens across the web, whether you're on Google, Bing, hell, even TikTok. Mm-hmm. TikTok are getting into yeah. search now. Search and social media platforms, they, sh- they share the same audience, the same users. So someone who's on TikTok would search for something either on the platform or go onto Google and carry out their search. Their research begins from, their research journey begins from a search. So whether, whether you have SEO active or not, you will receive mm. traffic via the organic search. And it's, it's a worthwhile venture ensuring that your brand presence on Google, on search um, platforms, are the way that you want it to be represented. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think with Jason, we actually got to that and it was a realization for me um, uh, in terms of ACO because I think I was on, on that side of, of thinking, oh, it's just, you know, stuff happening there. And, <laughs> and then it was like a, a little light bulb. And I was like, hold on a minute. Like you just said, you know, it's happening anyway. Like people are searching for you. That information is there. It's online. You know, do you have like those crawlers crawling and, and using that data? So whether you like it or not, it's happening. It's just yeah. if you are aware of it and if you put the work into it, it can happen better for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, definitely. It's um, once you have your SEO active. You can control the traffic you receive, the way you the 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 way in a sense people search and find you online via Google. Mm. And when you in, incorporate brand SERP optimization, you're then looking into not just where you show up, which are, which are the rankings, but how you show up, mm. which goes into branding. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And another thing that I think people miss with domain names and with SEO as well is that the ultimate like aim of all of it should be because it is to say i want to you know get clients i want to be on top of google i want to but like at the bottom of it all it's like you want your clients to find you make their life easier so it's all mm-hmm. about them um so in that sense if you look at seo as that as a way to communicate with people and make their life easier and present them with the right information about you and make it easy for them to find you. I think if you look at it that way, and I would throw domain names into that as well, generally as an approach to marketing your your business, if you look at it that way, I think very quickly all of those, um, you know, I'm just going to throw money at it, ways of doing things, <laughs> doesn't make sense. No, because it, it it just lacks respect. Even if you think about it, if you think yeah. about your audience, I'm just gonna stick my thing in front of them, like whatever they're looking for. <laughs> and <laughs> this is no assuming, sense. and this is assuming people click on your um, hmm. ad, right? There's a yeah. there are re- research that's being carried out by um, um, big data companies companies showing that not everyone clicks on ad. I am an SEO, so my eyes naturally go into the organic results Uh, Mm. there are a lot of just general searchers who search for something and instead of clicking on an ad they would go into the um, Mm. organic listings and or more importantly these days they would almost research the company the brand name Mm -hmm. the domain name on the SERPs 
itself before on it. So if someone yeah. searches for the domain name, they will want to know as much about the domain, the brand, as um, quickly as possible. And this is where the knowledge graph is very important. Knowledge panels mm. overall, but particularly the knowledge graph. That is a key sign that Google not only knows your business, understands it, but knows the audience that you are targeting. Because mm. these days, we're seeing more and more uh, displays of knowledge panels. And the reason I believe that Google is showing this um, over the, uh, the the traditional rankings or in front of the traditional rankings, I should say, is because people want to start and end their search journey quickly. Speed mm. is a key factor for Google, both in terms of how a website functions and how users are able to decipher information um, um, in, a, in a quick way. So the more facts Google knows about your brand and the more confidence, that's the key right there, the more confidence they have in their understanding of your brand, the easier they can show your brand to their users who are a subset of, um, who are the audience that you want to target. Mm, yeah and i think on the on the paid results i'm definitely one of those people who like actively would avoid those because in, in a way i'm like okay you paid for that so i can trust whatever <laughs> it is you're saying yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go and, and look for you know what people are saying or what has come up as a you know natural results mm -hmm. supposed to yeah i think we have over and and i'm like you know, consider myself old. I think young people are even more into that. Like we, oh, yeah. we used to, we used to be. You know, you feel or you trust something is good because you saw it on TV or like you heard the brand on the radio. And now it's almost like the other way around. It's like okay, so mm -hmm. they can pay for that. Obviously, they're gonna <laughs> say good things about themselves. Like, mm -hmm. what is the reality behind that? Yeah, yeah. And users, I, I mentioned earlier. So search and social, they are the same users, right? A lot of people, when they search for something on social media, they almost expect the same sort of um, approach on Google. I, in other words, they expect the information that they see on Google is from Google, which is why mm -hmm. it's, again, very important for Google to, to have the facts right. If they are going to present information on the SERPs about a, a, a brand, they need to ensure that, okay, they, uh, they, they know the brand very, very well. The mm. SERPs also change over time. I'll give you an example. Apple, every, um, every September, they have their Apple Live event, right? And you can mm -hmm. literally track it hour by hour leading up to the event. And also after the event, how much the SERPs change. And this is Google, Google's understanding that, okay, Apple has, has this event going on. People will be searching for, I don't know, the latest Apple iPhone. When they search mm -hmm. for it, what do they want to see? This is what Google mm -hmm. is trying to solve all the time. And they're doing it real time. So when you have mm -hmm. events, you'll see like uh, the Apple, uh, uh, Apple Live event, you'll see the SERPs change literally as we head into the events and after the event, after the event for a couple of, so usually it's um, several hours or to um, uh, a day or two mm -hmm. we see this also with movies and mm -hmm. tv shows this is a big area that's even more more prominent than apple live events right whenever there's a movie coming out the serps will change 
after the mm-hmm. movie is released in the cinema in the um, uh, cinemas, again the Serbs will change. So mm-hmm. the traditional rankings of where a brand ranks, I believe that is slowly. No, let me rephrase that quickly <laughs> being overseeded by Google's knowledge of the facts about the brand mm. in order to serve their users. Because again, if we look into their Google, Google's mission statement, they want to provide information universally as mm. quickly as possible. For them to do this, mm. it comes back to them knowing the, um, what the users want which comes back to knowing what the brand has to offer for their users. Mm. And we've touched on a few times now on on consistency in in that. Um, Let's talk a bit about that. And and you just said, you know, Apple, for example, like that event is fixed and it's repeating every year or it's announced in advance. So how, how... does yeah consistency play into that and does it also um because i'm, I'm gonna bring things to my names obviously but mm-hmm. <laughs> on uh, without talking about seo when when we talk about domain names and how it creates confusion and and traffic and email leaks when the domain doesn't match the brand name um there's been like i've seen information on both sides in terms of seo saying it matters or it doesn't matter so what are your thoughts on that? How has it, if it has changed over time? Um, and also not just about domain names, I guess. Also, you mentioned the, the text, for example. It has to be, you know, simple, consistent on a few places on the web, etc. Mm-hmm. So, so if Google and users are confused um, about your branding, your position, it's going to be, I want to say difficult, but I think a better phrase is less easy for mm-hmm. Google to provide this, provide your domain to users because there is also a uh, confidence issue in terms of, okay, how, how much can Google's users trust Google to provide them with the information that they are seeking? If users don't have confidence in Google, they're very much likely to head elsewhere to other Mm -hmm. um, search uh, platforms. And in terms of domain names, uh, not matching, let's say email, for example, that's a a big, (laughs) quite quite a big issue. Uh, Because Mm -hmm. again, it's a case of, do we have trust in this? Do we have Mm -hmm. confidence in this? If we don't, let's probably not show them as facts. Let's provide them as recommendations, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you add in the elements of competition, which is forever on, right? Mm. If your competitors makes it easy for Google to trust and have confidence in in their brand, and you do not, Google Mm. will highly favor them over you. Absolutely, yeah, and I mean that that makes absolute sense, and I think again it's something that a lot of people try to sort of swipe with. I'm just going to pay for it, and mm-hmm. I think it's um it's a good thing to sort of highlight that, to keep highlighting that that it's not you know some magic. It's uh, I mean Google, as I guess any business, is serving a purpose. It has its you know vision for 
serving their customers and and that's the goal of it you know mm-hmm. that's you, you have to make it easier for those people searching to get what they're searching for as you said quickly and you know reliably oh yeah definitely i mean we have uh, these days we have think of any of the biggest brand apple um amazon they ha- they actively work on their seo like i said mm. if you have a website and you seek to acquire um, users to your website, SEO is a fundamental part of it. It's not just something you can leave to happenstance. It's, it's something that brands, businesses, small, medium, large, they, they work on if they mm. have an online presence. And most businesses these days do have an yeah. online presence. Absolutely. And you said you, I mean, you've been doing this for like coming up to 15 years. How do you feel um, SEO has changed? Like, what do you feel it's, uh, I guess, probably the biggest thing now is obviously artificial intelligence, mm-hmm. which, you know, biggest thing now in terms of conversation is it has been um, in the works for some time, I guess. But mm-hmm. yeah, what are, what are your thoughts on that? What's your experience on that? So, over the years, SEO has gotten more comprehensive, which to me has become more fun. It's a, mm-hmm. I see SEO as an art and a science, and it's a creative as well as a technical discipline, which ignites all aspects of my brain. <laughs> AI <laughs> in search is definitely definitely here to stay. It's, uh, it's something, AI overall is something that's influencing Google to make changes as quickly as they are making changes. This year alone, we've seen radical changes. And I think in the months to come, we're going to see the biggest change in search history. And that is not an exaggeration. I do think the changes <laughs> that we, we, we will see will be revolutionary. It will be the new Google. And a lot of people will uh, adapt to the new way of searching for information, which Google is aiming to serve them, serve their users to be able to start and end their search journey a lot quicker, significantly quicker. And this is where they are um, in- introducing AI into search. So they have several, I guess you could call them products, Google Bard perspectives. Google Perspective, I should say. And the big one that we SEOs are all anticipating is SGE, Search Generative Experience. And this, I believe, will be what really changes uh, the the SERPs. And when I think, I believe when that lands, I think that will be the the marking point of the new Google, the new way of searching. And this will be, I believe, what changes the the SERPs from being recommended left-hand side panel to um, the facts about your brand right-hand panel being more dominant than the left-hand panel. I.e. Mm-hmm. the more facts Google knows about you, the better they'll be able to serve you, your brand within SGE for users to start and end their search journey quickly. Mm. Are you nervous? Like, do you feel at some point what you do could be like completely automated and there would be no need for like people managing? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, 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 I don't at all. I am. I think it will become more elaborate. It will become more comprehensive. But to me, that's just opportunity. I think that is a. Mm. 
um, where we're inevitably headed. I think it's a reality where SEOs, SEO is known outside of the SEO profession, outside of marketing overall, and into the general public. I believe, I believe we're headed into a place where non-SEOs, the, just the average user, knows and utilizes SEO the way they do social media. And I am all for it. I think that's going to be mm. beautiful days because it's going to take the stigma stigma away from SEO. It's going to take the whole SEO is a dark art, black magic rhetoric. That is going to be thought of the past, right? And mm. I think people will understand, utilize, and not not fear SEO as they currently do and have done in the past it's i think people will embrace seo and uh, respect it as a uh, legit marketing discipline hmm. yeah I, I like that actually that fits very much into how you named your company which is a question i ask and somehow i've missed it today i'm just <laughs> with it today so last question yeah tell me tell me about that now now that we touched on it and and what you just said perfectly fits into how yeah why and how did you choose the name of your company so I, as an SEO professional, I've worked both for brands within the brand and um, agency side. And I, throughout my career, I noticed that, okay, SEOs, we provide recommendations, we provide strategy, but we also require other teams, individuals, departments to implement our recommendations. And mm. that is fundamental without the implementation we wouldn't be able to rank. We wouldn't be able to mm. have great visibility in the SERPs. So I always saw that as a key aspect to SEO and not just uh, something that's someone else's problem, right? Now, mm. the reality is when you have SEO recommendations uh, provided to different departments to implement, let's say the technical departments, right? Web developers, um, web develop developers, uh, web development departments, let's say we have a technical SEO audit for them to implement. Hmm. If they are not familiar with SEO, if they do not understand SEO, they're a, a lot more likely to push back on SEO and not want to implement the recommendations that they, hmm. they, they, they essentially would prefer to work on something else other than SEO. And hmm. I think that is a huge... A mistake, I would say, that SEOs make in that state. Mm. SEO is something that they can just give to developers, in, for, as an example, and it's now down to developers to to do their part. Mm. I always saw it as SEO is something that can be affected. It's a channel that can be affected by any and every department within the company. So if you have a website, you have different individuals, teams, departments working on and or for the website, they can impact the website's SEO performance. So mm. it stands to reason that having a certain awareness of SEO is required on different, in different departments, right? So mm. developers need to understand SEO from a technical point of view. Writers, content writers need to understand SEO from a content point of view and et cetera, et cetera, with all, mm -hmm. the, all the different teams and departments within the business. So SEOs essentially have to evangelize SEO. Mm. 
And this is where the phrase democratizing SEO comes into place. It's spreading mm. the awareness of SEO outside of the SEO department and not just leaving it to SEOs to fix as a siloed or isolated mm. departments. So every person within a business needs a certain appropriate awareness of SEO. Mm. I would think that now that you're saying it, and I'm, I'm thinking about like different businesses that I've worked with um, as a consultant or like in marketing department, I'm thinking that should be something that's not just with SEO, but like you said, like every department working on, on different things, it, it has to, because it all ends up being one product, one thing that's presented mm-hmm. And yeah. it, it it just has to work all together. Otherwise, you end up with um, some kind of a, like, a, I don't know, Frankenstein monster where everybody put <laughs> their bid, but it just doesn't work it doesn't, together. It doesn't align and it creates more confusion. But mm. guess who? Google. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, that's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for making the time. Um, yeah, we'll include all the ways people can reach out to in the little write-up to the podcast thank you oh thank you it's been it's been it's been a fantastic conversation my my pleasure thank you for joining us in this episode of smart branding podcast feel free to visit smartbranding.com for more information and reach out if you have any suggestions questions ideas or just want to learn more about how a good domain name strategy can help you build a strong and successful brand See you next time.